Support for the Takeover Lounge is provided by the Arts Foundation for Tucson and Southern Arizona, funded by the City of Tucson and Pima County, with additional support from the Community Foundation for Southern Arizona. Welcome to the Takeover Lounge. It is Friday. It is not 8 o'clock, but we are still the Takeover Lounge, and we are here. We had to make an exception for the guest today, as you can see in the middle. It's no secret, man. We got the one and only Jalopy Bungus up in the lounge today. How you doing, brother? What's good? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. What's up? How y'all doing? Oh, man. It's it's a great day. It's a great day, mm-hmm. if you ask yep. me. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge J. Cole fan, so... I saw the drop, and I've been playing that nonstop. So I was just taking a shower. I was trying to listen to – I listened to, like, the first three songs. but Before what? First three songs of the album. And then and then what happened? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's, just, it's J. Cole. You feel okay. Me? It's J. Cole being J. Cole. It's All not right. bad. Fair enough. I'll take that yeah. answer. I mean, there's some people out here on Twitter saying this is complete garbage and I would never play it. And I'm like, oh. I mean, complete garbage is a fucking exaggeration. You can't say it's trash. That's just, right. Niggas be, the hyperbole, like, niggas, niggas be going straight to the hyperbole for anything. Facts. <laughs> like, saying, oh, this is a classic. Oh, it's trash. <laughs> like, niggas love doing that shit. No, that's facts. And I'm, I'm one of those dudes that go straight to the hyperbole, too. I'll be like, yo, this is already a classic. I hear Jake <laughs> go say, yeah, I'll be like, yep, it's over. It's over. The rap game's yeah. won. So I have a bias. So I, you don't ask me anything about J. Cole because anybody, anything is going to be positive. So <laughs> there's there's a fair way. But uh, let's go ahead and get into it, man. We have Daniela kick us off like she do every Friday. Okay. So first things first, Jalopy, how do you pronounce your name? So it's Jalopy Bungus. Well, tell me what you were saying all uh, last week. <laughs> Jalopy? She was saying Jalopy, huh? Or Jalopy? Jalopy. <laughs> Jalopy. That's another one. Yeah. <laughs> it's all it's all common shit. Like that's, it's all common shit. I was that's like, I wasn't going to correct her. I was just going to let her do it. <laughs> I usually don't be correcting people either. Like, everyone fucking be saying it. I just be like, whatever. <laughs> so, whatever. That's whatever to me. Well, now. But, yeah, <laughs> jalopy, yeah, jalopy bungus. Yeah. Okay. Um, how do you de-stress? Um, I like to play video games. Oh. I like to play video games. I like to um, I like to watch battle rap. I like to write. I like to write rap, like battle raps. Uh, watch anime. Um. Yeah, you got you got. Yeah, you said, huh? You got a lot of uh de-stressors. Oh yeah, I got. I think I got more than that. Yeah, I got like. Yeah, I like to. I write songs. Jeez. Uh, I'll work out. Yeah, I got a lot of de-stressors. Yes. I feel like my. I don't know. I feel like my whole day is a de-stressor. Dang, that's great. <laughs> yeah, that's great to hear, man. That means you got some good For mental real. health. Right? I hope. Yeah, that's how I be feeling. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I just um, whenever yeah yeah, I like to do shit that I like to do. So if like that counts as a de stressor, then yeah, most of my day is a de stressor. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of de stressors, um, you just told us you you just quit your job. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, I sure fuck did. And it was it was I remember seeing that post on your story where it was like, "Yo, should I get this job?" <laughs> you yeah, you had a job, right? Yeah, that was my first job ever. Dang, what was that like? I mean, obviously trash because you quit. It was shitty. <laughs> it was like, okay, this why that's my first fucking job. It's some Dang. bullshit. It was a uh, twenty four seven for Hyundai or whatever. Um, the only reason I did it because the homie in the crib did it. Okay, and that nigga was playing video games and shit while he was doing it. So I was like, what the fuck? That's not like some, this is like some shit. Fuck, hey. 
referring me real quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're, you're getting some easy bread. You playing video games and watching right. TV and shit, nigga, watching anime and shit. I'm like, that's like something I'll do. So I did it. And um uh I guess he I guess he was telling me that he had a he had a way better experience. Like he had better team leaders. He, it, his whole shit was more fun. Mm. I was dealing with they was like extra. They was weird. Like one of the ladies was just continuously had like these weird ass microaggressions that was just kind of weird. Like wow. Yeah, dude. I put that shit on because uh, I usually don't fuck with TikTok. That's the whole that's another reason. The main point I got the job, like the main point was mm. TikTok. Because okay. niggas know it's my first job and shit. So I was like, I'm gonna just document my fucking my time at this job. Right. And, uh yeah, I think like one of my one of my TikToks went fucking crazy because the girl, there was one, there was one Latina in our class, right? Just mm-hmm. one. And um she spoke she spoke perfect English and shit, right? So I didn't understand why the team leader needed to do this. But every time, every time she would ask a question, the team leader would be like, they pasa, mamacita. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what the like, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you don't say that to nobody in the fucking class. On top of that, we didn't have cameras. Oh, we all assuming this is a Latina, right? Just from the name and how she sounded. We all assuming that. Wow. I'm like, you feel me? Like, obviously, I take accountability for assuming too, but it's like I wasn't <laughs> like projecting my assumption onto her. That's Definitely. the thing. You feel me? So that shit was weird, and then um, it just got more weird and weird, like having to deal with calls and shit, and I was really good at de-escalating customers and shit. That was one thing I was really good at, like building rapport and shit. Okay. And, um, as far as dealing with, yeah, it was just like, nah, man. Like, I was, it was they was calling all salty and shit. Like, I had to do the most. So, nah, I was yeah, good. Yeah, I, I never got why people were so mad at, like, the customer service people that, you know, don't do anything to the vehicle or anything itself. And they're blaming yeah. you for something that happened that didn't really involve you. And you're like. Yeah, like, that shit was weird because it was like, and it was just, like, there was just one lady. It was funny as fuck because there's this thing called, like, I guess with Hyundai, I don't think I'm supposed to say this, but I guess with Hyundai, um, like, their engines are, like, guaranteed, like, the ABS fuse in the engine is, like, guaranteed to, like, bust. Wow. So, it, it basically, each car is, is dealing with, like, a recall 195, so the vehicle can explode or burn to the ground. Like that's it's like it just depends on how long. And you gotta get that shit. When they send the recall, you gotta get it fixed immediately. Or that shit's gonna <laughs> it's gonna blow up or it's gonna burn to the ground. Wow. So this one lady had her car, had her shit, her 195 all fucked up. And um she had to park outside the uh the uh, the dealership or whatever. Uh-huh. And it was in uh, I think it was in New Jersey in the projects or some shit. And mm-hmm. she was hot. She was like you guys have my vehicle outside and you guys are boom, boom, boom. And she's like, you got, not only are you guys um holding my vehicle, but you're putting my vehicle and my family at risk. We are in the, where my car is parked in an urban neighborhood. And I was just like, bruh. <laughs> I, they're like, okay, I understand. I understand. Like, what the fuck, nigga? Like, get the fuck out of here. Man. So, it was just a lot of weird shit. Like, I was not willing to, once I realized, like, every day I wake up at 6.30 and go in at 7.00, once I started like laying there until six fifty eight, mm-hmm. like just awake, like damn, should I get up? I knew it was over. <laughs> right, definitely. That's all right, like all right, fuck this, like I'm out. So that's cool. <laughs> that, that's great content. I gotta say, I think that was a great idea to document your first job. I mean, it definitely worked on TikTok. It worked like a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I think it worked like a motherfucker. One of definitely. the crazy. So. Yeah. Dang, you like jalopy viral. You know what I'm saying? We out here. <laughs> TikTok is TikTok is amazing. I ain't gonna lie. It's a Did great you, app. I, I, never mind. I'm gonna say that question for for the for the next one. But um, what made you come up with the name Jalopy Bungus, or did somebody give that to you? I really just said it, bro. I was in eighth grade, and I'm just like a like I was I was trolling. I was just fucking around. I had like I had like hella um, I would because I was writing raps and shit, but I had like hella alter egos and shit like my okay. Rap. Jalabi Bungus was one of them. <laughs> okay. So me and the homie Shrub, we was like that because we used to write raps. We wouldn't even record them. We was like 14, 13. Okay. Like we would like put all the raps in a notebook and pretend it was like an album and shit, right? <laughs> so okay. it was like, so we was like, oh, like the features and shit. So I was creating alter egos to create features. That's fire. And Jalabi Bungus was one of them, right? <laughs> one of the features that I was like, I just continuously used. 
And the first time I ever recorded like an official song, I was like, damn, which one of my like, which one of my like things should I do? I was like, fuck it, I'm usually Lappy Bungus. And then and then I had to stay with it. <laughs> but my primary, my original primary rap name. Yeah. When I was younger, I think uh, I used to freestyle that shit all the time. I was cold as fuck. Like when I was like 11, 12. Oh, damn. Okay. I was hanging around with a bunch of older kids and shit. Like right. they was they was like 17, 18. I was always the youngest nigga there, like rapping and shit. And they would call me Mini 50. Mini 50. So, yeah, Mini 50. So, um, but my, my first like self-proclaimed like rap name was yeah. the Dog Immortal. Garbage. Like. <laughs> the Dawn of Mortal sound like a fucking sound like a mafia movie or some shit. That's just yes, yeah. I swear to God, I got a I got a I got a freestyle from when I was fourteen, like using that name. I ain't gonna say where it is, but it's on the internet and it's funny as fuck, dog. That's hilarious. Going back to watch, but uh, yeah, I just that's how that's how I use that's how I end up using the Jalabi Bungus. Like I just fucking you feel me? I just said it and then use it as an alter ego and then there you go. <laughs> it don't mean nothing or nothing. Like it's just, it's just two words. <laughs> just a name. <laughs> yeah. But, but the, the, the literal the literal translation. I mean, jalopy is like a rundown car, right? Yeah, it's a fucked up car. And then bungus yeah. is like an asshole, like an actual like physical asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that though. I didn't know what jalopy or bungus meant until like <laughs> way later. I heard the, I heard the word jalopy. You seen juice? Yes, 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 yes. You remember that one scene where the, when Tupac and them niggas they was walking down the shit, and then they called uh, he called Steel. He was all oh, you jalopy headed ass nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First yeah, time yeah. I heard that word, and I was like, oh shit, that's a cool ass word. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that's the one. That's the one for my alter ego right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that's really what it was. That's fine. Like, yeah. <laughs> shit, funny as hell. <laughs> oh, but yeah. um, posting a lot of like questions and polls on your Instagram. So, what insight have you gained from those answers? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> um, I've gained that. I realized that. Um, I mean, I kind of already really. I was just trying to engage with my audience more. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just like, what should I do to engage? And I was like, people love talking about relationships and shit. So. I started asking motherfuckers questions, and one thing out is just like, man, like it's hard, it's tough out here, man. It's extra tough out here. Like motherfuckers need to just focus on themselves for extended period of time. I swear to God, because the shit I was getting in my like in, my, in those polls, like it was some shit I wasn't even like posting because it was just so fucked up. Wow, there was this one I don't even know if I should share it, bro. Hey, it you brought it up. Now you got it. You sure? Yeah, share it. Are you sure? I'm, I'm sure. 100. percent 100. percent All right, <laughs> all right, bro. This was the crazy. I don't even know what I would do. Like, I'm gonna keep it real. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm a, I'm a pretty even kid. Like, you know what I'm right. saying? You know what I'm saying? But I don't know what I would do, bro. This dude replied to the shit. Right? I was like, what's the more, what's the foulest thing somebody you talked to did to you? Right? It was hella fucked up stories, bro. Oh my god. This nigga said. His girl um, left his crib for a few hours or whatever, right? Right. To go to some family shit. Oh, God. She came back. Oh, my God. She came back. They got into it or whatever. Like, he was eating around and shit. <laughs> Bro. The, the, this, the, <laughs> yo, he thought, that he thought the, the, the cream around her vagina was cream. It was ejaculation, dog. No. <laughs> You're lying. I that did not happen. Bruh. <laughs> no way. Like, bro, that's when I was like, my nigga, nah, I don't even think it's worth it. I might go I might go asexual out this motherfucker, bro. <laughs> I swear to God, I might go quits like on everything. Like Wow. No, more, no more sex, no more flirting, nothing. We just calling it quits on everything. Involving wow. relations. <laughs> That's horrible, bro. Friday, yo. That is. That nigga was telling me he was questioning his sexuality after that shit. Really? Yeah, that's some fucked up shit. It was just some shit in there. I'm like, bro, how do you how are you niggas how are some of y'all recovering from some of this shit? 
Y'all, y'all need therapy after that one. That yeah, is like nah, you shouldn't even nah. You gotta go to the you gotta go to an island and just be there for free. <laughs> don't yes. talk to nobody. Don't just sit there. Don't even do nothing. No, just in one spot. Definitely <laughs> <Pretty> straight. <laughs> wow, you know that shit was wicked. But what? Yeah, the, that's what I've learned. Like <laughs> women. First of all, I, I just women are just as grimy as dudes. Literally just as grimy as dudes, if not more. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And but dudes, one thing I like is the dudes are more. I feel like dudes are more willing to take accountability for their bull, like for like, oh, I fucked up, like boom, boom, than a woman. That's what that that's just what I seen in that. Because right. a lot of times people like, oh yeah, I did this, and I'd be like, yo, what the fuck? It'd be followed by like some like, well, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and another thing I did was when I when I asked, I was like, if there was one thing you could say to a man, what would you say? And then there was one thing you would say to one, what would you say? <laughs> and then all the men's replies was just like, oh, you know, you got to focus on yourself. <laughs> and all the women's replies was just like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was funny as hell. Oh, man. man. So, yeah, I'm having a good time doing that shit, man. Yeah, that's that shit. It's you, definitely got, you definitely got some intel on your, your audience now for sure. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they can have some personalized stories in there, man. I'm like, I can't believe y'all this comfortable with me. Like, <laughs> y'all this comfortable? He didn't, they just need to get that off, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> for God. That, yeah, was, yeah. that was a good question, though. That was a great question. I, yeah, yeah. I that question. That was heavy. <laughs> yeah. I didn't expect that answer, though. I didn't expect that story to come out of there, though. Oh, it was some foul shit in there, bro. That was just the worst one, in my opinion. I, I was don't think it's any worse than that. Yeah, there's a lot of fucked up ones in there, though. Like, geez. So, um, switching the, we're switching the topic now. <laughs> what's, your, what's, your, uh, what's your favorite anime and why? Attack on Titan. Not even not even close. Um, no, I say a lot. Vinland Saga is very close. Okay. But Attack on Titan is number one. Just because um not only like I, I really appreciate because I'm not really a big fan of uh, TV and shit in general. I don't really watch a lot of shit. Um, but yeah, the only thing I really do watch, I watch sports from time to time and I watch anime. And uh I appreciate uh, and, like shows that have a lot of um a lot of good social commentary, a lot of good political commentary, mm-hmm. a lot of good um uh and I think um I like animes that get the point across that, like in our like our own perspective is the perspective we think is right. So mm. we try to shape a world that is built around that perspective if we think is right. Right. I think I think if more people took it like if more people looked at it like it's just mine, like this is my idea of the perfect world. I feel like a lot of things would be more clear. But a lot of people like try to hide shit. Definitely, they try to hide the fact that they their their perfect world is selfish. We're yeah. not wrong with it, but it's. Accepting that, and then try to justify it by using boom, 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 and that's where all this conflict comes from. And I think Attack on Titan is like the perfect epitome of like just documenting that type of shit, like just like corruption in the government, manufacturing consent, um, um, fucking anything you can imagine, like that goes with on within war, within uh, like washing history, uh, rewriting history, um. All that shit, you know what I'm saying? Even even controlled, even controlled, um, even controlled reaction. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like saying like setting a uh, like setting a certain stage for something because you want a certain group of people to react to something so that you can do ABC. Mm-hmm. Like it covers all that shit. Like it is it, really. I think it's one of the best shows in history. Wow. Like not even just anime. Like the best, one of the best shows. Period. I didn't even know they got that deep in anime. To be honest with you, I don't. I never watched the anime before, so she. I think that's why I like it so much because it's like the barriers are so, like the the, the the gray line, like the the you know what I'm saying, like the polit- It's not a lot of political cor- like political correctness. It's not a lot of um. It's really it's really deep and it's really gutter. Like it's a lot. It's really uh, raw as fuck. You feel yeah. me? You get to really see. You get to really look at it like through. You get to look at the world through the lens of some of these shows and. You get to, mm. Like Naruto is another one, another one of those. You know what I'm saying? Um, Naruto is a classic, but Naruto is another one of those that talks about war and how it affects children and how those children end up creating militias. That you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of a lot of crazy shit. Yeah, no, that's so, deep. That's <laughs> deep shit. 
Yeah, that should be on like Nickelodeon. I was like, damn, I used to see that all the time. <laughs> yeah, Attack on Titan easily, easily. That's crazy. So, what what was like your first anime you were introduced to? Then? Um, Dragon Ball Z. Okay, I think I was like, like seven. Oh wow, okay, like seven. I was like seven when I played my first Dragon Ball Z game, and then it started coming on on Adult Swim. Uh, at night, and I started watching it then, and then I, that went to Naruto, that went to Inuyasha, mm-hmm. and then that went to Bleach, and then, you know what I'm saying? Just like, <clears throat> I really went through all the classics first through Toonami, and right. then I started watching what the other, other ones on my own. But yeah, the DBZ for sure. Shout out Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> has been, uh, sorry, who have been your biggest mentors in your life? Um, my mom, I guess. Obviously, I feel like I feel like it's too obvious. But my mom, um, she shaped a lot of a lot about me. Um, obviously, just <laughs> um, this one guy I met, I met. His name was Frank. Really weird dude. Um, I think I was like four, fifteen when I met him at DV Park. He used to always just show up and play soccer and shit or some weird shit. But, uh, yeah, he used to always show up and play soccer and just, like, do hella weird shit. But, um, yeah. Mom, mom and friend. Yeah, his name was Frank, but he was like a – he was like a – I can't remember what he believed. He was like a Buddhist or some shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, I think, yeah, he, he definitely taught me a whole lot. Just um, I think it was divine timing for real. I think my whole life changed when I met that fool. That's crazy. Like, I met that, yeah, because I yeah before I met him, I had like I had like I was one of them kids like, um, really horrible temper. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like always quick to assault people and things of that nature. Wow. So um, I think when I think when I yeah I think when I met him, um, I got the, I seen I seen like seen a lot of things in a different light. You know what I'm saying? And then when I got older, I got to kind of create my own like start seeing things in my own perspective. You feel me? Because when you're younger, you can like get inf- you can get influenced with somebody and then that becomes your whole reality. Right. But um, it's key to just take the piece- pieces from people that you meet and, mm. and whatever um, sticks is what sticks. Definitely. So I think, I think Frank, yeah, Frank's another one of those guys. Um, uh, um, I want to say my uncle too, my uncle okay. too. Um, I don't know. I think that's uh, yeah. As far as big mentors, I don't know. I don't think really had that many. Yeah, I think um, I've learned a lot from people, but it wasn't when I think mentor. I think like willingly taught. Right. You know, I don't think, like I see them and then I'm learning from a distance. I think like somebody that's willingly teaching me. So I, I haven't really had that many in my life. Like probably like, yeah, but um, I've definitely, I'm one of those people. I'm super like, I see something in eternal, like eternally mm-hmm. push it in and yeah, push, yeah. push it in, keep some, push it out. And that's just how, I, that's how I live for real. So I think, yeah, I'll say that, yeah, I ain't trying to sound corny or cliche, but I feel like just my existence for real. Okay. Yeah. The life is your mentor. You know what I'm saying? Your life is your mentor. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the um, I remember saying something about uh, that your your mom wasn't supportive of the rap career at first. That's true. Um, that's a difficult one because I wouldn't say she wasn't supportive. Mm. Uh, did I say that? I don't know. If, I don't know if it was you. I don't know where I saw that. Yeah, okay. I don't think I said that. Okay. But, uh, I think what I would say is there was a point in time where obviously my mom believed in me to do whatever I wanted to do. You right. know what I mean? That's not. That was like one of the earliest things she taught me was like to do whatever I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. She never really. My mom never really tried to do make me do anything. Right. So um, I think that was like that was huge too. That was huge for me. I think that taught me like when I have children and shit, like I'm gonna do the yeah. same. Um, yeah, it was a lot of things I'm interested. In, a lot of things I'm still interested in, but I never felt like I had to do anything. You feel me? So uh, besides like passing school, right? So um, 
Never. My mom never even made me try to try to tell me, force me to go to college and none of that. Like she really just, yeah. Most of my life, I was really just like, you know, what I'm saying she like guided me, okay. but she would make me make a lot of my own mistakes and you feel me. So I think um, I wouldn't say she's she wasn't supportive, but she just hey. I wouldn't say she was. This dog is crazy. He grabs <laughs> Fucking t- off the off the fucking uh, counter. That's crazy. <laughs> but um, um, she uh, she I wouldn't say she wasn't supportive. She was just. There was a point in time where I was getting a lot of trouble with the law and shit. Mm, like okay. her faith in me as a person. So it wasn't even my rap. It was it mm. was it was belief in me. Period. Oh okay. You know, okay. So I feel like it's a little different than no definitely definitely. So it was like you know what I'm saying. I feel like she just because one of the, one of the things. That's what she always told me growing like um as I got older, but when I was like 2021, 20, she always she's like um she basically tried to do everything she could to shield me from the streets, basically. Right. Yeah. Involved with shit that I wasn't supposed to be involved with. So um yeah. every time that I did and then I got caught for doing shit, it was like a it was like a decrease. You feel me? Right, right. I think the beginning of the end of our like 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 the turmoil in our like the start of the turmoil in our relationship, because obviously she's She's mentally ill too. She's she okay. has so oh, when it, I didn't really, yeah, it didn't really get too crazy until I got older, like 13, 14. Mm-hmm. But uh, or I just never noticed, right? But um, but uh, I think the yeah, the first time like I really sensed like true like resentment mm-hmm. was when I first got in trouble when I was like eleven. I got in trouble for uh for breaking and entering oh, um, wow. vandalism. Wow. Yeah, so we was like tagging on walls and shit like that. So yeah. I think that was the first time she had to pay hella money and shit. We was already broke, so it was like, Ooh. yeah. So I think it was like it was like a natural resentment. You feel me? So yeah, yeah. I think it's more. It was more like fate. Like she lost. She was losing faith in me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then she kicked me out when I was like sixteen. So I was homeless for a while. But you know, I can't like next time I yeah next time I, I came across her. You know what I'm saying? I had like you feel me? I had like a a little fan base going, a little, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I had a little yeah. Going with my rap shit. So uh, I moved back in with her and shit, and then that's when I started. I did Team Backpack, and I did all types yeah. of shit, man. You feel me? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like definitely people got to go through that, you know, like just that that challenge in life that really just puts them over the edge and be like, yo, you know what? I, that ain't for me. Like, I found something that I could, you know, express myself. I found something that I love to do, my passion, and, you know, yeah. Luckily for you, you got it young. You know what I'm saying? You said you're like 17. Yeah. So, I mean, getting yeah. get in there and being able to do what you're doing now is amazing. And Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was just that, like, being homeless. Like, you yeah. feel me? Like, you, like, fucking wait for niggas to go to uh, to drop fucking, you know what I'm saying? It was to the point where I was sleeping at the park, you know what I'm saying? Waiting for Dunkin', like, the Dunkin' Donuts across the street to, like, drop all that shit in the trash. Yeah. Like, shit like that. Because I spent my last 400 on a camera. <clears throat> instead of me on a food, which was the best decision I ever made in my life. I dropped the freestyle on Facebook. It did good. And I dropped the freestyle that basically started the foundation of my fan base. And uh, it really, um, yeah, it went damn near viral. So it was like, that was like the best decision I ever made. So oh, yeah. it's, all, it's all, you feel me? It's all for a reason. Like, exactly. <laughs> you feel me? Exactly. Love it. I don't think that's the way. That's why I said I guess. But. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, what has been your toughest or sorry, toughest battle that you've been in? As far as like battle not, rap? Yeah, battle rap, not like I mean you could say life My, too. Battle rap? Battle. Um I'm gonna keep it real with you. I haven't had one yet. Oh I'm not, know. Even, I'm talking about. not even trying to act like that, but um the reason why I say that is because I'm finally going against somebody in July. Mm. They push it back to August, but I feel like I can definitely lose. You feel me? Well, every battle I felt like I could lose because I'm just an overthinker. Okay. So I always put myself in a position, not even intentionally, but I felt like I was going to lose. Mm. You know I mean, like something was going to happen that was going to make me lose. So it just made me like zone in and focus on all the things that I could control. And I end up going in there and just destroying them niggas. So, so it's like, um, but I'm finally going to get somebody of, of, of URL, like URL capable talent. Oh, wow. URL pay, PG, boom, boom, boom. You feel me? Because I'm moving up in my battle rap career. Because it was, it was like, you know what I'm saying? It was like a, um, 
it was really just like a hobby. You feel me? It was yeah, fun. Yeah. But then I started getting real respect from niggas in the game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was yeah. like, fuck it. I, I, I got basically the way they see it, the way battle rappers see it, because like the battle rap world is like so different from the real world. Mm-hmm. The way they see it, I only got two battles that act so two battles that matter. My King of the Dot one and my one versus Motor City King. So two battles in when I when I body Motor City King, that shit went viral twice. And DNA two posted about it. And DNA two is one of the biggest bloggers wow. in battle rap. So it was like I'm, I'm, I'm really having one of the fastest like rises. Definitely. You know, Definitely. And I'm going against somebody that I feel like can actually kick my ass. Wow. So I haven't had a tough battle. I wouldn't say my t- yeah, I haven't had a tough battle. Everyone's every single battle's been like getting in there, destroying them and then leaving. Like it hasn't been no competition he's, at all. He's not lying. He's not, we were I was lucky, me and Sheik were lucky enough to be in attendance for the uh Motor Motor City King. Oh, you was in the building for that? We was in there, man. Oh, Let that me was tell you. Listen. I don't even like to gas myself. But that was some classic shit, bro. That was, man. That I was. That, material. that was my first time watching one of my battles. Like, I actually like this performance. Yes. You know I, mean? like, I usually look at my performance like, oh, that was trash. I got to do better. But that one, that first and third round, oh, that was yeah. some special shit because it was just like I broke every rule in battle rap. <laughs> but it still worked. <laughs> like, like I, did, did. I didn't get right to the point. I didn't. I took my time. I told, like. <laughs> Everything you're not supposed to do, like I did it and it worked. But yeah, as far as our toughest battle, nah, none of them. Yeah, here, right here it says pocket tap heard around the world, literally, <laughs> <laughs> literally, <laughs> bro. Yeah, bro, I didn't even mean to tap him like that either. I didn't I mean to pocket tap him like that. I really didn't. I swear to God, like it wasn't really. Lying, lying. Uh, you, you, no, I you swear, know. it was just one of them things, like. <laughs> It was one, you know what's so crazy? My, I was in my homie Keith and shit. We was we had an Airbnb out in Tucson. Okay. Where on everything I love, I didn't even know I pocket tapped him like that. Because if you if you look at the film, I hit and I'm not even looking at him. I'm looking right, at no. and then I look at the homies. So yeah. I had no idea what it looked like. And niggas <laughs> like, yo, you pocket tapped the shit out of him, bro. His legs bumped me. Oh, they fucking they exaggerate. And then I seen the film, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do him like that, bro. Like, I swear to God, I didn't. Like, Man, that was not like a knee buckle. <laughs> yeah, I'm not one. Of, I'm not like a physical battle rapper. Like, you right. know, I just get in my zone. That's what happens. Like, I'm not yeah. intentionally physical. I just get so locked in. You feel me? Like, it's like I'm in a whole different zone, like a whole different world at that point. It so, is what it is at that point. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, for real though. I was I was lit in the back. Me and she were like, he did not just watch. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, bro. Man, so now since we're talking about battle rap, um, New West, how did that come about? Um, which is funny because I talk about it in that third when I was. Yep. Uh, I said, um, what I say? I said, yeah, just talking. About, I basically booked because um, I, I tried to get on Battleborn when I was nineteen. Mm-hmm. That's that third. That third round was about, and they 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 ghosted me. Right. You, you so, uh, <laughs> yeah. So then I started throwing my own battles. I was like, fuck it. I'm, I'm, I got a fan base. Why mm-hmm. do I need to go to this league? I have a fan base. So I was throwing bat- cards. Didn't even know I was a league owner, damn. You know, so I was just throwing cards. Even right. though it's fun, like, fuck it. I'm just battle rappers, like, battle artists and shit. Like, fuck it. Right. And, um, and, um, I, once I started, I started booking other people. You feel mm-hmm. me? I booked Mastermind's first battle. I booked Shrub's first battle. I booked yeah. Capo's first battle. I booked Benny's first battle and Curtis's first battle. Wow. So really it was like me just, you know what I'm saying? Uh, really, Benny Loke, he wanted to battle me one-on-one back in the day, and I told him no. I was like, mm-hmm. if you want to battle, we got to do a two-on-two because I wanted to try two-on-two, so that was my excuse. <laughs> and then uh, we did it, and um, that's how it ended up working out. And the next, Flo Colombo was there. And mm-hmm. he was like, yo, he was already in tune with me and Mastermind. He was like, yo. Y'all went crazy. I want to give everybody here a GZ or King of the Dot. So that's how. I, so we all got did the King of the Dot the next like a couple months later. But it's because um, of that two on two card. Wow. And, uh, after after we did our thing on the King of the Dot, that's when um, Flo was like, "Yo, I'm a I'm a put y'all under um, under the umbrella." Right. That's, that's how it happened. That's dope. That's real sick. And then I also thought it was sick how like you guys battled each other like. 
You who who did you bat? Did you bat him? I, I haven't batted anybody in New West. No, you haven't. But I, I remember seeing just you guys like other people battling against each other. Yeah, yeah. Shrub Shrubs battle Mastermind. Yeah, and Capo. Capo's battle Mastermind and and yeah, like that trio, like Matt. Yeah, like, they all battled each other like all the way around. Right. Um, technically, you can say me and me and. Yeah, actually, so you're right. Technically, you can say me and Mastermind battled Benny because it was a two okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So technically, yeah, we 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 yeah we battled each other first, and then yeah. Shrub battled Curtis. So yeah, man, Shrub got a pen on him. Shrub is a fucking monster, bro. He's a fucking Crazy. monster. Dog. I'm trying to like, he's a dog, bro. <laughs> I was I, I was to his his match with um on your card. I was like, uh, which one? Going? Oh, oh, against um the California nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugly. I was that like, very bad. Like that shit yeah. got very ugly, really fast. Like, bro, I was like, oh, oh, let it, let him live, my guy. Like, let him live, bro. Like, was, that was crazy to me. Fast. That was just so crazy to me. The whole New West showed up and showed out for sure. I was like, yeah, Damn, had to prove a point. Be a problem. Had to prove a point. You feel me? Exactly. Definitely had to do that. Um, you ever gonna cut your hair? Like, like a fade? Yeah, you gonna, you gonna get some waves? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> I'm always. I got braids. I got braids. I got braids right now. I, I figured. I figured you had braids yeah, right now. Uh, my, hair, right my hair is getting stupid long though. I'm finna do something crazy with it in a second. Cause last time I, I took my braids out the other day, that shit was. I was like, nigga, hold on. This shit look kind of hard. Like one of the niggas off Bone Thugs. <laughs> Like one of whoever one of them niggas is. <laughs> right, right, right. Damn, that's crazy. I wanna see I need I need to see the, the weekend look. I need I need to see the whole you know what I'm saying? The nest and the you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna do dreads again. No I'm gonna ever do dreads again. Just make it's like I don't know, it was just too weird. I had three form dreads. It was just too much going oh, okay. on. Yeah, it was too much going on. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, would you choose knowing your future if it meant forgetting your past? Damn. <laughs> so does my future change because I don't know my past? No. So you would know your future, but you would have to forget everything in your past. Damn, that's fucking tough. Not really. No. I I I just I just stay normal because <laughs> because uh, I think I'm already live like I'm not living ahead of my like ahead of myself, mm-hmm. but I already know where all this is going. Like I have an idea where it all is going, so I'm 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 like working now to look and feel and present a certain way then. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I could like even if it does stay the same, um, yeah, yeah, just from the things I've learned being in music and and you know what I'm saying and stuff like that, I, I'd have to remember that shit. Definitely. Yeah. I'd have to remember that shit. Or I'd fuck around and get, you know what I'm saying, get fucked over and shit like that more. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I even really want to know my future anyway. Nah, nah, I don't want to know. I'd be, it'd be too. Uh, I, yeah, I just lose. I think I got losing interest. Mm, that's true. That's true. Yeah, because I think it's the it's the it's the unknowing. It's the not knowing that I'm gonna get the job done. Yeah, keeps my shit. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's Even though I know I'm gonna get the job done, you just don't know. No, because you haven't seen it. <laughs> but I know. Right. <laughs> You don't but, know, know that I know, but I know that you don't yeah, know. I don't know. know. <laughs> you feel me? Exactly. I know, what I know. And that's because I know what I'm willing to do. Facts. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That's, so, yeah. that's tough. Now you got me. Yeah, you got me out here thinking. Both of y'all. You got me. I'm like, huh. All right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, hold on, I gotta end this interview. Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> gotta contemplate my life after this one. Um, <laughs> Um, what when you're preparing for a battle versus when you're writing a song, is there any creative differences between the two? 
Yeah. Yeah. I think um, just the content, obviously. Um, but as far as the process, it's definitely different. Because when I write battles, or is it? Maybe just the content is a little different. Okay. Obviously, there's no beat and shit like that. But we, but I, I get what you're asking me. But yeah. And I think I think do, both has helped me get better in both. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing how to perform. That was my advantage over full time battlers. Okay. That going and performing and battling in front of a crowd of 50 people, 60 mm-hmm. people. I performed in front of 500, 700. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like that's and I've controlled those crowds. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like that crowd control was such a pivotal thing when it comes to battle rap. Yeah. And I was thinking, being as young as I am and early in the game, I already knew. So I already had an advantage over them. But it's like I, I learned from both and I can I can intertwine them both. And from mm-hmm. battle rap, I can do it with music where it's like I know I can set up. I can like in, in battle rap, you want to set up a punchline. Some right. a lot of people don't do it, but I think the best battle rappers set up their punchlines. Yes. So I, I think just from like in the URL, what I've noticed, they all set up their haymakers. Mm-hmm. So as of recently, I've taken like in the last couple of years, I've taken like that approach from battle rap and I've used it in my music. Okay. But instead of like a punchline, it's more like a perspective line. Mm. You get what I'm saying? You yes. feel me? Like, uh, just like impactful lines that no matter how you take them, mm-hmm. like open-ended lines, like no matter how you take them, is you'll think about it. Definitely. The whole conclusion, which is the whole point of my, like, in my opinion, like my, like my life, right? Right. Like just, um, you know what I'm saying? Um, not really uh, making my decisions based on what I think I should do based on mm-hmm. what I am and what I look like and being, making sure that I actually want to do it. Not because I feel like it's my obligation because of, my skin color or who I know or where I grew up and shit. So um, I think it, 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 it the approach is, is pretty similar, actually. Okay. Because um, it's, it's interesting because when I talk to some other battle rappers, they're like, nah, this is completely different for me because, you know, I got to, you know, I got to come up with a hook and I got to do this and I got to really, you know, try to get into my, my crowd feel. And with battle rap, I'm just going at the dude. Like, I don't care. I don't, yeah. I'm just going at the and I think that's why, once again, now you're trying to gasp myself. <laughs> I think that's why I'm moving so fast mm. because, like, it's all like everything that you do is in the same bubble, right? And they all affect each other. If that's how, if that's how, like, I don't think you like. I meant to say everything I do, right? Everything I do is in the same bubble, and they all affect each other in some way. Everything mm. I do translates to something else Definitely. even when i'm playing madden and shit because i play a lot of madden right a lot of money <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> so when i play madden and i'm thinking of a strategy i'm thinking of how to dissect the game plan how to what's this mm-hmm. person's weakness i'm doing the same thing in battle rap and when i'm doing the music i'm doing the same thing when i get a beat like where does the bass drop mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? like because that's gonna be the most pivotal point whatever i say when that bass drop it's yeah. gotta be a portable Cause then, cause then they, 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 um, they memorize it with the bass. So they know the bass is coming. They know what's coming. Just yes. like they know the punchline is coming. Right. You feel me? But everything I'm leading up to the bass and when that bass drop and it's, and then the bass drop, the niggas lose their shit. Back. It's the same thing in a battle rap where I'm building up the punch and I punch and niggas lose their shit. So when mm-hmm. I see, it, I'm looking everything exactly the same, and I think that's why my battle rap material mm-hmm. is so unique. That's before I was doing all the shit that everybody else did. Right now, I'm understanding my own truth, my own all, oh, my truth and my real life can be presented in any area, anything that I do, mm-hmm. including battle rap. Even if people think that it's against the rules and shit that I do, yeah, like, oh, you shouldn't. Uh, but when I actually did it, it worked. So now I mm-hmm. know. I can just be me. I don't gotta follow the rules or none of that. And that's why like, everything I do, it, they all correlate. You feel me? Definitely. So, yeah, what, I take everything. I look every. I take everything seriously. Dissect everything seriously. What What got you to that, or how did you get to that like mindset and able to understand that, or that level of self awareness as well? I think it's uh, a combination of everything I've learned. 
you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, uh, in life in general, um, specifically when I was a teen, you feel me? Um, right. I learned a lot like in my 20s, but okay. I think um, as far as, um, yeah, I learned a lot in my teens as far as um, uh, the Frank guy, you know what I'm saying? The Frank guy was kind of like, you know what I'm saying, um, taught me a lot about um, being genuine to like h- how difficult it is to be genuine to your heart. Mm. Extremely difficult thing to do, um, even if you're aware. You know what I'm saying? It can honestly be more difficult once you know, right? Not being genuine to your heart. You feel me? Because most people aren't, but they don't really know. Mm. And it's kind of difficult to do so because of our obligations in the society and shit. That so is- uh, I think um, taking a lot of what I learned and everything out because I've also I've studied a lot of Brother Polite. I've studied a lot of Millie Fuller Jr. I've also studied a lot of Conor McGregor. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of weird, like, yeah, definitely. Look at where I'm like, okay, like Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor, um, uh, Roy Jones Jr., um, mm-hmm. uh, Antonio Brown, the wide receiver, yeah, uh, uh, Tay Rock, the battle rapper. Um, it's just like they all, the all, everything they all got in common is like there was an elite level of hustle that had that had to get them to where they are when they was playing from behind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people. So it's like um, just learning from that. Um, things I've I've learned spiritually. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like how like and all the different things I've studied in different religions. You yeah. feel me? Taking a piece from all these different religions. Um, and then the biggest learn the biggest thing is my own life. You feel me? Um, mm-hmm. I made a lot of I made a lot of life changing decisions growing up. You know right. what I'm saying? Like um, things that really changed my life. So I think I made and, and the older I got, like the more difficult decision make. I, it became like usually the the more the the better decision I ended up making. Yeah. So I think um just trusting myself is the biggest thing. You feel me? Uh, trusting myself and trusting that as long as I'm willing to do what it takes, I'm it's gonna happen. Facts. And it's up to me at the end of the day. Like nothing is destined. You feel That's me? Like I gotta like like there's a you feel me? Like there's a if somebody making some shit in the kitchen, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Somebody making some cool, some good shit in the kitchen, and they like, oh yeah, I got, I made it, but you gotta come grab it, right? That's a, that's how I feel like my life is. You feel me? Like I gotta go get the, whatever the motherfucker made. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know what's in, I don't I know what's in there. Yeah, I it, but I know what's in there. Facts. I like, gotta go this, man. Your dog, your dog saw it in the kitchen. Was like, I'm gonna get this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just gotta go get it. So I really look at it like, yeah, that's how I see it. Like um, everything is. Um, yeah, just everything I've learned in life and taking the pieces that stick with me and not allowing myself to be absorbed and become whatever I'm learning, but to take right. the pieces that make the most sense. Because every everything, everybody got the everybody got a piece of the truth. Mm-hmm. Everybody does, you feel me? I agree. But you know what I'm saying? People add a piece of their bias so it's their truth instead. So yeah. that's, really, that's really all life is. That's dope. That's yeah. Dope. Love that. Yeah. That's in my opinion, by the way. <laughs> you could pick any superhero power. What would it be? Superpower? Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> and it could be any power. It don't got to be like a Superman thing. Mm-hmm. Probably the power, like complete. I don't know, actually. <laughs> well, if I'm not worried about, if I'm not worried about like my moral, like my moral compass, <laughs> I would say, uh, <laughs> I would say, um, uh, the ability, like the total and complete, like complete power to manifest. Mm. Yeah, like. The total and complete power to manifest, like a couple steps made, and whatever I'm trying to, like it happens. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm not worried about my, because I feel like you know what I'm saying. That's something I used to do a lot, mm. manifesting and shit. But yeah. I just learned like a lot since then. You feel me? And I feel like um, it can be dangerous unknowingly. You feel me? Thanks. But um, yeah. So yeah, if I'm not worried about like anybody else or like anything else besides right. <laughs> yeah I would say the complete power to manifest and and yeah, take control of that like yeah take control of that because <laughs> then I could 
I didn't do anything. <laughs> I feel it. Manifest it. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, man, I've been wanting to talk to you for a minute, and I'm finally happy that oh, yeah. I finally get this chance to get you to get you in this, you know, in the lounge, able to talk to you, man. Because I remember hitting you up when I was a uh, freshman at ASU, and I was like, "Yo, dude, I just came in from from Tucson, saw you popping. Like, I would love to sit down for an interview. Never happened, of course. You know, life happens, whatever. But I'm one of them. I'm one of them. Uh, <laughs> what would you call it? Um, like, that's why when you when you were saying like there was like confusion with this, yeah. I was like, nah, don't even trip. Cause I'm one of those dudes, like, I don't have a I don't I don't have a calendar. I don't have a, <laughs> I literally just wake up and just do what I remember what I was supposed to do. Like, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. Um, I try to live like like with the schedule, but as freely as possible. So like when somebody says something to me, I'll genuinely be like, Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And then right, like, right, right. So yeah, now it makes sense. Yeah, you, I got you genuinely were, didn't want to interview yet. You were just yeah. like, maybe. <laughs> exactly. But timing's everything. So I'm glad we were. I'm, I'm glad, glad I was able to do this because, uh, like I said, man, I've been a fan for a while now. That's yeah, bro. For real. But, but, I, but I mentioned yeah. that uh, to Pike that I wanted to get you on here, mankind, and Daniela. I was like, this needs to happen. And when Daniela made it happen, I was like. <laughs> You are everything. <laughs> that I need. Up, so you know, you you're killing it, man. It's, it's after, I mean, it's not the end of the interview. I just want to give you your flowers before anything, man. Because yeah, I pre- I appreciate that straight up, bro. Like, for real. <laughs> you, you're making a hell of noise, and um, with that, I want to talk about the bootleg keg uh, cipher that you were a part of. Well, how was that experience for you? Um. I like I like the meeting Bootleg Kev. Mm. He's a cool dude. Um, his opinions and music are trash, but um, <laughs> we was debating the whole night. Yeah, kind of ass. But you know, it, obviously, I know everybody's opinions. They are, but just for the, the the sake of debate and the sake of having fun, having debates and shit. Right. Uh, I, a lot of his opinions were just really horrible when it came when it comes to the vibe. <laughs> He's older than me and shit, and that's what he kept using. He was like, "Bro, you're 22." He's like, what can you tell me? And I'm like, bro, I'm a student of the game, bro. Like, I really right. am. And, um, yeah, it was just a lot of debates going on and shit the whole night. Uh, so that was fun. Um, uh, I fuck with Merkham's heavy. So oh, I've been ass. fucking with Merkham for, for a few years. Merkham's, in my opinion, always been one of the best niggas to do this shit in Arizona. Um, Becca, one of the best motherfuckers to do this shit in Arizona. So uh, <laughs> this dog, he, he was trying to do it. I think I got food or something. But, um, yeah, so it was really, yeah, really just being able to get in the cyber. That's his lane. You feel me? That's his lane. That's right. what he does, um, the, the the reactions and stuff like that. So really just being able uh, – and I, and I really come from that. Like when I was 18 doing team backpack and shit like that, like, yeah, I was doing the – dropping the freestyle videos and doing the team backpack and all that shit. And I just like seeing people that are talented. Jalabi don't like Mob Deep. They ass. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. My ass, bro. Like they, they niggas can rap, but it's like, yeah. See, that's the hyper. That's the hyperbole I'm talking about, though. <laughs> they obviously got ass, but um, I'm just not a fan, man. I just I think they're kind of pretty overrated. I think Biggie's overrated too, but that's a whole another conversation. But um, yeah, yeah that's, 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 that's the whole <laughs> Biggie Biggie Smalls is like the Brandon Roy of hip hop. But niggas think he's the Derrick Rose or the he's nah he's definitely he's not he's like the Brandon Roy like very good, <laughs> very good, uh, very unique talent can do a lot of unique things. But that's about definitely. it. Uh, that's about it. Yeah, uh, but um, as far as uh, the experience, it was dope. I like Merkham, so it was dope getting in the cipher with him. Um, who else is in that cipher? I think that says was you really? I think, you know what I'm saying? I think I think that. No disrespect to them, for real. No, no, not at all. Like, yeah, as far as like who I like, right? It was, it was dope. Like I knew, I knew Merkins was rapping. Facts. When I pulled up, like I knew Merkins was rapping. You feel me? And I don't really look like when I get involved. When I get involved with rapping and ciphers and stuff like that, I usually don't feel like that. Like I, I just, you know, what I'm saying. But I'm like, yeah, Merkins in here rapping. I'm excited to hear his verse. Yeah. Can't wait. You feel me? But yeah, I think uh, writing it, I wrote a few verses. You feel me? Um, okay. 
but um, they were all the beats. Mm. So I was really, I just do shit really weird. Okay. And, uh, I wrote songs that day, and I just used whichever verse was my favorite. Wow. Yeah. yeah so I didn't really like take the beat. I'm a fan of the beat. Um, I didn't like the beat, so I didn't really, I couldn't like actually write to the beat. Mm. So I was like, okay, what I'll do is, and that's what I do a lot. Like if I can't write to something, I'll write to something else. Right. And then just then try to make it fit. Yeah, and that's what I do with the cipher. So um, I was really like, I could just go in here and wrap my ass off. Mm-hmm. But if y'all know I can wrap my ass off, why would I do that? True. That's how I felt personally. You feel me? So yeah. I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to just I'm gonna speak, you know what I'm saying? Speak my shit. Like, like speak shit I really seen, shit I really been through. Like, you feel yeah. me? And trying to connect with my with the audience instead of trying to prove to them that I can rap. You feel me? And yeah. I feel like that was a, the right approach because it was even outside of that cipher, like that's my when I posted on my Instagram, that's probably my biggest Instagram post. Mm. Thousand like two hundred likes. That's like my biggest Instagram post by far. Wow. So like um, yeah, and it was people that was like people I never met before, like yo, this shit hit. I I felt like you was talking about my life. Ah uh, so it's like I always try to take that approach. Whenever them niggas give me whenever you when you see me on the you know what I'm saying, the shade mm-hmm. 45s and all that shit, like yep. you're gonna get like them. That that ninety eight point three freestyle type shit I did, yeah. or that type shit. Like I'm always gonna bring that pain. You feel me? That's so, right. Yeah, I like that. I'm glad. I'm glad that you were part of that cipher, man. When I saw the list that people were on there, I was glad I saw your name because, like, yeah, July be going Reb AZ for sure. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You and Merkums, I saw you on there. I was like, okay, I, I don't have a problem. I mean, those two. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, and that's what I love about AZ is I never um, just for the work I put in before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like, yeah, I feel I've, I've evolved past um, um, my AZ fandom. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I still have AZ, and of course, but I did everything that I could do here. So it's like I think now my now that my music is going beyond that. Um, people just you know what I'm saying? People just treat me like a A list. You know what I'm saying? The A side, yeah. and that's something, that's something like being when I was 18. That's something I always wanted to be for the city, bro. Like. Yeah. So it's super dope. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's almost crazy. Like, thinking about it, I really don't be thinking about this shit like that. You feel me? I'll be so, so focused, but like, just having this conversation, just thinking about it, like, damn, like, I was really like 18, like, trying to get on these shows and trying mm-hmm. to boom, boom, boom. Niggas wasn't fucking with me. So I was like, every time niggas came outside, them big ass shows, yeah. I, I would force niggas to do a cypher. <laughs> that was the first thing niggas knew me for. Like, that, every time you see that nigga, he rapping like 350 bars. <laughs> Four hundred bars. Yeah, young nigga. He just wow. I just forced him to respect, and it's like now I'm on the eight. I'm on the eight side of things. You feel me? So it's like it's super dope to look like you know what I'm saying to get that respect where I don't gotta make no calls. I don't gotta talk to nobody. Like bootleg niggas, they they gonna hit me like yo. You feel me? We we, jalopy bungies and when whenever something big going on, Mm -hmm. they just know if you whether you seen me on it or not, they contact the jalopy bungies. Right, you feel me? So, and, and it's right. just supposed to be in that position. I'm, I'm hella grateful, and uh, yeah, as I keep going, I'm gonna keep repping Arizona. Y'all, know, every time I rap, every time these songs come out, you feel me? It's something about you love city. it. I'm gonna keep repping. Like I'm gonna be, I think I'm gonna be the first nigga, like not to get off, but the first nigga to fully represent through and through, mm. 100% through throughout the whole shit. You feel me? Like I am, I am Arizona. You feel me? Like this is right. This is it. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I love that, man. I love that. But before we let you go, Jalopy, anything you're working on that we can, like any exclusive things you want to drop, tell us about? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. I think I'm about to, uh, I'm about to fucking, I think I'm about to fuck the summer up something crazy. <laughs> Listen. The fucking, bro, the shit, because I got back in my motions. I watched that J. Cole documentary. I fucking, <laughs> Listen. And it was a t- it's perfect timing, bro, because I just got so used to doing shit off of inspiration and shit like that. And uh, it was like he was t- it was like I was talking. And I was watching that <laughs> shit. I was like, no, it was like I felt like that was me saying that. And it was just right. like getting zone and just putting fucking shots up mm-hmm. and being like, Fuck, as soon as something makes me feel like I got like as soon as I start doing something and I want I want to cringe because I'm trying something new, like right. just having the courage to just push through it. Mm-hmm. And, Done that. I've been doing that a couple times in these last couple weeks, writing these songs. And bro, I'm telling you. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. We lit. I'm about to 
the summer up. Like I got an EP. It's going an EP going to come out. Ooh. My first video in like a year and a half. It's about to get crazy. I'm telling. It's about to get crazy. I'm about to. I'm about to light shit up. Y'all, y'all hear that takeover exclusive, man. We got a jalopy EP yeah. coming out. Music Very video. Cool. Coming Very out. Oh man, we up, man. Jalopy, where can they follow you at, man? You can follow me at Sir underscore Bungus on Instagram, Twitter, all that good shit. You feel me? Follow my TikTok too. <laughs> I'm trying to get better. At, I'm trying to get better at fucking not taking myself so fucking seriously. So I can show niggas how funny I really am because I'm a hilarious nigga. Like TikTok was built for me. <laughs> like if TikTok, if, if I knew TikTok, if TikTok was like this when I was like 17, I'd be famous right now. Like I was doing skits on Facebook and shit like that. Like I just got to get out of this like, oh, I just turned 23. I'm older now. I got to get out of this taking myself seriously shit. I got to do it immediately so yeah. I can live my fullest potential. Cause I'm not right now. Cause I'm taking myself too fucking seriously. That's my challenge right now in life. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Extremely difficult. Definitely. But you getting out. TikTok's gonna help you with that, man. No doubt. I think you're the only person that has shot out their TikTok on this on <laughs> on this interview. Yeah, niggas not fucking with TikTok. They wasn't. I wasn't fucking with TikTok. Right. I on that shit. <laughs> and I've seen how easy the algorithm works. Like the algorithm is, is a cheat code, bro. Definitely. Good content out. Every time you put some content out, it might go viral. Facts. You never like, know. It, it's and it don't even gotta be nothing crazy. No. Nope. I posted some shit the other day. Like I knew, like I know how TikTok kind of works now. I posted I just took like a picture of like my my like outside my window and uh-huh. just put like a song for like seven seconds. And this is all <laughs> I did because I knew niggas was would fuck with it. I put uh as a man, you'll never be appreciated for what you do. So just li- so it was like just live your life. And just accept that and live your life went crazy. They ate that. They ate it. Up. <laughs> I'm telling you, like people love like little shit like that. Like the, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm finna do. Like I'm, I'm finna, yeah, I'm finna just be get on there. Like just saying, just, just you feel me? Just Jalopi the, the, is the cheat code, y'all. Jalopi is the cheat code. <laughs> I'm weak. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely finna. I'm definitely trying to build my portfolio on TikTok. But yeah, I Man. appreciate y'all. You feel me? Um, yeah. Hey, when I drop the EP, we can do another one of these. Let's do it. We all down for that. Yeah, we we'll to put together like a little interview, like a little interview tour around the time that shit start coming out. Bam. Uh, and yeah, I got you know a lot. Of- in, Dan. You ain't know we liked in for that. Yeah. Hey. hey. <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to say this. Phil, I I can't even. Nah, nah hey, forget what Phil gonna say. Tell us what you're gonna say. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that. Oh, but I will say. One thing I will say, um, my first nah, never mind, no, 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 <laughs> no, you can't be doing that, Jalopy. I'm gonna hit y'all personally. All right, fair enough. I hit y'all personally when I get back from this, uh, this other shit. <laughs> you said back from the uh, uh yeah. <laughs> sounds good, man. Jalopy, we appreciate you coming on. Yo, you can follow us at the lounge takeover you can follow me personally at z underscore underscore g-i-v-z give you can follow daniela at danny roll takeover got a little delay on my end i saw your lips moving in the sound came <laughs> <laughs> i was like the the weather's the, the weather report and back to you daniela <laughs> For real. you can follow uh the man behind the screen Mankind at the Mankind Podcast. Shout out Mankind too, man. One thing I want to say before I get out. Yes. um, One thing that's very difficult, especially when, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like me coming up with, I had, it was a lot of controversy around my name and shit. Mm. And uh, one thing I can, like, I do really do appreciate, I'm not just saying this, but like, I really do appreciate everybody that, you know what I'm saying, takes the time to genuinely show love and actually show that they actually fuck with me. Because there's a lot of people that fuck with me, but don't want to tell me. Because mm. that's what I think I've learned in the last couple of years. It's like people, t- like, they'll, 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 yo, I've been a huge fan, but it's just like, you know, I didn't know. Like, you feel me? So one thing I can't really appreciate is people who go out of their way to show love and interact and, um, Say what's up to me and fuck with me because I'm, a, you know, what I'm saying I'm a cool. I feel like I'm a cool dude. <laughs> yeah, man, personally, I feel like I'm kind of cool. So uh, I just appreciate everybody that's been showing love this whole time, not just now. You feel me? Right. Like you know, what I'm saying you've been fucking me for a minute. Mankind been fucking me for a minute before all this shit really popped off. So I just want to appreciate everybody that you know, what I'm saying been down for a minute 
and have st- has stayed down. You feel me? I appreciate y'all. We're gonna take this shit to somewhere else. So there's love, bro. Yo, we always got you here. So we appreciate yeah. you, man. You have a good rest of your weekend. We can't yeah. wait for the EP and the music video to drop. Yo, we yeah. are out of here. Enjoy. Some other shit too. Some other shit too. I just can't say it yet, but some other shit too. <laughs> I appreciate y'all, man. Nah, no, of course. Let's go ahead and roll that outro. Yeah.